okay. Are we starting that way? <laughs> I mean, feels like we just did. That's the headspace that I am in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hi, world. Hello. It's been a while since we've been here. Not You guys don't feel that way, but for us, the last three episodes that we had, we recorded pretty ahead of time, and so it, for us, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. I hope that you guys listened to and loved the episodes with Jeremy Barniak and Helen Reavy. If you have not listened to those episodes, really recommend you go back and do We've that. We've had so much feedback feedback on Helen's episode that it was their favorite episode ever. I'm just saying, I know how everyone feels about like guests and people like joining the show. They're like, uh, it's not always like, it's hard to hear guests because I know everybody wants to hear us talk, but like we hear enough of ourselves talk. So Helen- and You guys pl- do hear plenty of us too. Yeah. And probably people are sitting here being like, actually, please bring more guests. We're tired <laughs> of you guys. It's been too much. Oh, yeah. Too far. Yeah, enjoy. But let's get rid of it. If you guys have not heard those episodes yet, please go listen to them. Mm -hmm. Also, since the last time we recorded, things in the world have gotten pretty intense. Well, things are always intense, but like really, there's the world has been really horrible. The news has been horrible. Everything that's going on in the world in Israel, everything that has happened. I mean, there's there's a lot of things. And um, specifically in the past week and a half, two weeks, as of this episode recording. Absolutely. So, you know, it's hard in the day and age of social media where I saw something that somebody posted. I think it was Simon Sinek. I don't know if it was a repost on his behalf or if he actually wrote it, but it was saying like, you know, we used to just call our friends and family and react to things and hear their reactions and have conversations. And now we're not only reacting to the situations at hand, but we're also reacting to other people's reactions. We're reacting to information that we're having to filter in real time and that we're having to fact check in real time. And it's it's a lot. And we know that everybody out there is really feeling it. And especially for the members of our community who are Jewish, we've been hearing from a lot of folks who've had to make some really scary decisions in the last couple of weeks around their family safety and you know, we're thinking about you guys. And I don't know if we have any listeners in Israel or Gaza or Palestine, but we're really, you know, I know we haven't said anything on our Instagram, but you guys know that we're thinking of you and we, you know that we are grieving with those who are grieving. And we're grieving with those who are grieving too. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that is the, um, it, well, right now it just feels like nothing that I say is going <laughs> to. I don't know. It just feels it feels really like superficial because what is happening in the world is just like there are no words to describe it. I could never capture it with words. And I think what I went to this past week and a half was I'm and guys, this is like me processing. I'm so sick of posting on social media as a way it it feels disingenuine to me where I think some people would be like, we want to know that you're standing with us type of feeling. And it's in part of me is like, you should know that already. Like you shouldn't, we post all the time about like our beliefs and we want to, we are, we are supportive. We are a supportive, safe space. And that when I, there's a, there was a certain point where I was just like, posting just feels so trite. It feels like not enough. It feels like reposting something felt so superficial and shallow to me. Look, again, everyone takes things differently, but I just had to stop. I had to like take a break from social media. I was just posting like 
you know, about our rescue of butters. Like that, that to me was like all my brain could handle. Um, I have been in a situation before where I've judged other people for like, quote unquote, silence on social media. But I, 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 I just think at this point, it's, this is going to make me sound 80, but I didn't grow up in a, like what Simon is saying, like, I didn't grow up in, in, in a generation that was like, how how do you handle this with like a social media world? And so my brain is constantly flipping from like, you know, half of my life so far has been without social media, well, more than half without social media. And now being like, how do I process such a such a horrific trauma with social media? And, and that we have to, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's like, put out a statement or, and then that, there's a lot of things where I'm like, we're just a little podcast. Like, what what else am I going to add to this com- conversation? And then people could also come back and say, but you have a platform. And I'm, part of me is like, yeah, but it's not really that like that big of a platform. Like, look to the people who have huge platforms, you know? So right. there's a lot going or on in my brain about people, it. Yeah. Yeah. Even regardless of your platform size, look to the people who know what's going on, who have, you know, whose personal reactions are valuable. I just feel like in this situation, our personal reactions are not valuable. They're not adding anything to the conversation. And this is this is not something that I feel like there is a right or wrong way to do it. And, you know, so I just felt like we needed to start the podcast at least by acknowledging mm-hmm. that like things are tough right now. Things are really, really tough for people who for like this is very personal, mm-hmm. for whom this is very close to them. Mm-hmm. And tough and scary and old wounds reopen and wounds that have been there for centuries exacerbated and we're thinking of you and we we're with you and we see you and you know and if you need anything if you just need some encouragement i mean i posted the other day about like hey if you need resources like i love helping people find resources so if you need something whether whether it's related to i mean obviously i can really speak more to the mental health aspect of things if you need some type of support or even just encouragement someone was like you know, I'm dealing with this, this, and this, and I was just like providing validation. She's like, actually, that's, it's just good to hear that of just validating. And we need each other right now. And that's what we can provide. And that's what I want to provide. And we are also very much grieving, but I would just kind of encourage people to, I think this was more of me recognizing that you can't judge people for what they post or don't post. (laughs) It just sounds so silly, but it's like, yeah, no, I think like validating, like, it's okay to not know what to say. It's okay to not, you know, issue a statement. It's, you know, like connect to the people that you need to connect right. to immediately. And and I remember, you know, coming out of 2020, we talked about this a lot too, and, and going into coming out of the summer of 2020 and then the election of 2020, we got to a point where it was like, listen, at the end of the day, talk to your people. You don't owe other people anything, you know, be a good person, but like just focus on your people. And that is... I think we kind of sit in this gray space of like, we have a lot of people <laughs> and we know there are a lot of people out there who who feel like our people and we feel like you're our people. And yeah, we just want you to feel like you can come to us if you're looking for something that like, if you are really feeling like I cannot handle this or if you're feeling like I don't know where to turn, I don't know what resources are out there, send us an email. This is joyandclare at gmail.com. You can try to DM us on Instagram. Sometimes, a lot of times that works. I think we take, I take for granted that people in our space that listen to this podcast, I take for granted that they should know us by now. And I mean, I, I don't know how many new listeners we get, but like, I do think I'm like, they should know that we're like where we stand with all of this, that we are grieving 
just as much yeah. with the world. And, but I also think that on the flip side, I want people, like, I know that there are people out there, and we hear this all the time, yeah. where, like, you feel like my close friend. Totally. And so then... Like, providing validation and yeah, and we're, a and statement when, or, yeah. Yeah, and so when you and I are, are texting in the background of, like, here's how we're feeling, here's right. how we're processing things, but we're not saying that publicly, or we're texting our other friends, or, you know, we're we're talking directly to our friends and family members and community members who are much closer to the issue. Right. And then we don't reflect that publicly. I, I definitely understand like the gap there between. For sure. For sure. You know, like we want, we, we say it all the time, the be- best compliment in the world we can get is like, you feel like my friend. It's like, yeah, you feel like my friend too. Like, yeah. let's just get this show on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here, we're in that headspace with you. And uh, today we're going to just kind of give some little updates, try to keep things a little bit light. Well, and I just, okay, so here's an example of like, yeah. I just hopped on social media this morning just to kind of browse through some of the people I follow. And one of my favorite follows is a makeup artist. Um, and she was like, hey, guys, I am very aware of what's going on in the world. And she's like doing her makeup. And she's like, I just want you to know that I can only process so, so, so much news. I'm sure you're the same. And She's like, so I'm still going to talk about makeup because I just like my brain is kind of like overloaded with all of this sadness. And I was like, yeah, like that's kind of where I think everyone processes differently and handles things. And that could evolve, you know, like there's times when maybe we do have the time, space and energy like back when 2020 when things were like so heavy we really were taking stances with things. But at the same time, like, that's when I was going through a lot of health. Anyway, it's just, it is a lot. And I think that that is something that, you know, I even appreciated with her of like, okay, two things, 5 million things can exist at once that we can, we can collectively feel this huge grief. And we could also be like, it's okay to have lightness. It's, it's not unlike when you're grieving a loss, And you feel guilty for being happy when you lose somebody because you're like, I should be grieving. Feeling happy feels like I'm dishonoring them somehow. So it's very much those complicated extreme feelings that we're going through. And look, we were not meant to handle this much information. We are not meant, we were not built to be exposed to this much trauma on a daily basis, like images, news. Jacqueline just came in the in the chat and was like, oh, I hopped on later. Are they talking about Israel or the shooting in Texas? And part of me was like, oh my God, yeah, there was another shooting in Texas last night. Like, it just keeps coming. The hits keep coming. And like, as human beings, we have to be so careful of how we protect our energy. Does that sound kind of like, I don't know, like, oh, yeah, we have to protect our energy. We're not living in like extreme trauma. We cannot keep doing that. We cannot keep going to this like comparative suffering of like, we have to constantly, that's not helping anybody. That's not helping anyone by like putting yourself to be like, I can't be happy because the rest of the world, there's so much suffering in the world that does nothing for us. So I just want to acknowledge that like, even, you know, especially from a mental health perspective, like, don't feel bad for like, right now, we're probably going to transition and start picking up to a little bit of lighter things. That doesn't mean we're not like after we get off this episode that I'm not going to be thinking about all the tragedy that's happening in the world every single day. And quite frankly, I do. I think about these things way too much to where I'm like, I got to be real careful that I don't go into a deep, dark hole. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Okay. So a couple things just kind of to slowly transition out of that mind space. Thank you to everyone 
this is a hard rate hard rate turn. Ready? Here we go. Thank you to everyone who has signed up for our Ireland trip. We're so excited. You're going to be receiving some communication this week around roommates. Um, if you haven't signed up yet, we got approved for a few extra spaces on the trip. So there's still time. There's still space. The link is saved in our highlights on Instagram. Please email us if you want us to just send it to you directly. And uh, the when you sign up, if you're signing up as a solo traveler, but you want a roommate or you want to pay like the roommate price, you don't want to pay the upgrade for the solo room, there you need to just call them and tell them that that's what's going on. Um, or what you can do is sign up and opt into like the solo room and then we will pair you with the roommate and opt you back out of that. And so ultimately that um, number will be taken out of your balance. So we have 15, 16, 17 people signed up already. We're so excited that this is going to happen. And I'm I, the reason that that came to mind is the first thing to talk about after as, after we were talking about all this heavy stuff. It's like, this is just really something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It helps Spending me to think about like, people. okay, yeah, exactly. Connecting and going to some a place that, or that brings me, makes me feel very calm. So if you are feeling like, you know what? Maybe I could use something to look forward to next summer. <laughs> um, check out that trip. May We're we so suggest a trip with us to Ireland? It's yes. going to be so fun. <laughs> so excited. So excited. Do you have some fun, a fun new little furry creature in your life? We sure do. Yeah. So as you may or may not remember, we lost our two cats last fall. It's been actually almost a year since we lost both of our cats. Just due to old age, nothing really tragic. It was just one died in August, one died in December, just of old age. So we were really devastated when that happened. And I mean, obviously, it's just so hard. Pet loss is so complicated and really, 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 really heavy. If you've never lost a pet, those were our first like real pet. Like we, those were our first pets that we personally have lost. You know, growing up with pets, we like, you know, had pets around, but we weren't like, I, we were attached, but I think this is just, it was they just such, like your yeah, cat. they were like it our It was like cats. your family like, cat. I adopted right, yeah. Diva, who was the cat that hated everyone except for me, and even she kind of just tolerated me. But I adopted her. I rescued her when she was f- f- eight weeks old. She was a tiny little kitten, so and she lived to be seventeen. So we had a lot of memories together, and that was a really, really, really hard loss. And Lua was really hard. Would you Would you say it's accurate that there are pretty much two types of cats, and the first type is the type that like hates everyone yeah. except for one to two people, yeah. and even those one to two people, they just tolerate. Tolerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like I the cats that, that cat yeah, like the and we had that type of cat growing up too. And she was ex- very, she was very similar to Diva. And I think when I was going to rescue a cat when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, I want a cat like the one I grew up with. And I'm like, why did I do that? But she was a kitten. So I didn't think she'd be like mean, but it was just so funny. They turned out to be the exact same personality. So anyway. I know. Every time I would come over, I would be like, okay, wait a minute. Is this the nice cat or the mean cat? And you'd be like, it's the mean cat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But also, you're like, like I had one friend who had a cat who, um, like, Diva would get away from you. Like, you know, like you would approach her and she would just, like, walk away. Like, no, thank you. I had a friend who had a cat who would let you pet it and then would get mad yeah. at you. Which and I think so is so funny. Cats are is, such it, a-holes. Yeah. Right. And I, and it's definitely worse because it's like, with Diva, you can walk up to her and she would just be like, no, thank you. And you're like, oh, right. You're the mean one. Yeah. Sorry. 
this other cat would lay there and just watch you as you walked up. And then, like, <laughs> the second you set out, you put out your hand, they would just bat it. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Didn't, your highness. Yeah. I didn't mean to break cats the protocol. Cats are <laughs> such a-holes when they have – it's so funny. My friend Donna – I don't know if Donna's here today. No, she she's one of my friends that I made at the Camp Timeout. And she's been a listener forever. And we like Marco Polo. We've Marco Poloed almost every single day since Camp Timeout. It's really great. She lives in Portland. Anyway, she has a – a cat named Snow. Every time she's on a Marco Polo with me, Snow will like come in. Snow will come into the picture and she'll be like, hi, Snow Bear. And all of a sudden, Snow will just be like, <laughs> it's just no. like, they're like, they just turn on a dime. And I just, yes. there's a part of me that just really loves that about cats that I they just like, that. I yeah. so respect it. And I think it's so freaking hilarious. Anyway, so we had like a yin and yang because our other kitty Lua was like the nicest cat, just such a love bug. Anyway, so after that loss was, we just kind of processed and we're like, I don't know if we want a cat again. Like we raised so many dogs or so many dogs in and out of the house. And part of us was like a little nervous because having raising puppies and dog sitting all the time, it really, and I think too, this had a lot to do with like them just being older, but at the end of their life, they were just like hiding in the back room because they were like kind of scared of all the dogs in and out of the house. And especially Joe, when we were raising Joe, Joe just liked to chase them. So they just kind of hid out in the back room all the time. And I was like, oh, it's such a sad existence. But anyway, so we were like, do we do that again? Because we don't want a cat to be afraid of dogs. So I was talking to Leah, our friend at Foothills Animal Shelter, all the time. And she was like, you should adopt a cat. And she would send me all these cute cat videos. And she'd always be sending me pictures of like Lewis Kennel. And so we just kind of kept the door open. I would go to Foothills all the time and kind of visit the cats and just like have the idea in my head. Like, I don't know if we want to go through finding the right cat and it's just just so hard too because you just never know until you get the cat home with you and leah was like joy i will personally because we had we had to surrender oh i think i talked about this before it's like the hardest thing in the world for me but we had to not surrender but we had to give a dog back in our 20s we tried to adopt this dog anyway it was like we were first married i was like i didn't get married till i was 31 but it was like we were really young it felt like you were it felt like i was in my 20s yeah exactly i'm like it's been so long it might as well be but we adopted a dog it didn't work out and we took it back to the shelter and i to this day i was like that traumatized me so much leah was like joy it's no but she totally normalized it she's like at our shelter we never make people feel bad for returning an animal we want it to be a good fit for their family and so like if you have to return an animal You should never feel bad about that. And so she's like, hey, if you adopt a cat and it's not a fit for you, she's like, I will personally come to your house and pick it up so you don't have to like go to the shelter to drop it off. And I was like, okay, Leah, okay. So she had been texting me videos and, and, you know, links to these cute cats. And one just kind of like stood out to us when she sent it. And Scott and I would always like pass links back and forth and be like, oh, this one's cute. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm ready. Well, when I was in Santa Monica, we just kept passing this cat back and forth. The shelter named him Orion. He was just so cute. Leah was like, I'm going to put a hold on him for you so you can go visit him. And I was like, okay, okay. So Scott had a really busy week that week. He couldn't go see Orion. And so I was like, Leah, I'm out of town. There's no way I can make it to the shelter until, you know, the Sunday after I got back because I was busy that weekend and traveling. And she's like, okay, well, um, I'll release the hold. And then, you know, we'll just leave it up to fate if he's still around. He's like, she's like, I don't know if he will be around because he's super, super cute. So we shall see. So I get home from my trip. I texted Leah. I'm like, is he still available? She's like, surprisingly, 
it's the end of the day on Saturday. She's like, we're about to close and he doesn't even have any holds on him. This is like really weird because cats are adopted really quickly at Foothills. So I was like, Scott, let's go visit the cat tomorrow. Let's just go see. And so we go and visit him. We looked at a few other cats and he just kind of like stood out to us the way that he, his disposition was, he was just like super cute. And I just felt so at peace. I think in the past when I was going to visit the shelter, I'd kind of be like, "Mm, I'm not sure. And like have like hesitation and nothing like felt right. When we were just like sitting in the little visitation room with him, we were like, this cat is like super social. He's super friendly. We, we took out a few other cats to kind of like compare and the other ones just kind of wanted to hide. Like they were like hiding in their little, these little like kennels. And I'm like, well, that's not a great sign because if they're going to hide like right off the bat, then they definitely aren't going to do well. I mean, that's just, it's not for guarantee, but that's not a great sign if we have like a bunch of dogs in the house. So we were like, let's do it. He seems like a really cool cat. Like, let's rescue Orion. And so we took him home. And now we've changed his name to Butters, which I really have to give credit to one of our listeners when we did a poll for taking names for the cat. She said he looks like buttery sunshine, which he does. He's like a buff tabby. He's not an orange yeah. tabby. He's like a cream Yeah, he like is almost like a, like if you took an orange tabby and put like a filter. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like a little bit yeah yeah like a butterbeer she's like he looks like buttery sunshine so we named him butters he's so cute and he you were texting jess and i and you were like look at this cat and we meet both of you they're like yep well also any animal you send us ever we're like yes correct that is your animal please go get it right like vicariously through exactly and then you're like well we're going to go see him and i was like okay well joyce is getting this cat now because for several months you have also sent us ones occasionally and it just been like look at this cat isn't it so sweet and then nothing ever after that so as soon as you were like we're gonna go see him i was like oh joy's already <laughs> this cat. yeah and, and it's just, just seems so chill he's and cozy. so chill and cozy he's so and it's okay so the story with butters is he was born in texas and he, he him and his little litter mates were dropped off at a shelter i believe he spent a couple months there in a shelter in Texas. Leah, you can tell me and correct me because I know you're listening to this episode. Whenever there's like overflow, there's a lot of the shelters will, will do a lot of transfers if they like can't take certain animals and they have too many or they're full or whatever. So he was transferred from him and his I don't think all of his litter mates, but it doesn't matter. He was transferred to Foothills from Texas. And so he'd been in his he'd been in a shelter for the entire, you know, four or five months of his young life. So when by the time we got him, taking him home, he was like, I don't even know how to live outside of a small little confined space. So it's taken him. I mean, now it's really cute. But it's like every single day, he's like discovering a new joy that he loves. And so it's really sweet to see that because like, last night was the first night he actually like crawled on my lap and like slept on my lap. Because he's like, I don't know. I don't understand the joy of like laying in a warm lap on a blanket. Yeah, he doesn't like the first few nights we didn't know where he slept. We're like nowhere. I think he went under the bed and like (laughs) Kelly said the first lap sleep is the best. It is. It was so sweet. I took a picture. I send Leah pictures like throughout the day every day. She's like, this is so fun to see him like, you know, blossom in such a way. But anyway, but it's just so it kind of warms my heart because like cat energy in the house is so different from dog energy obviously but it's just so fun to see like him enjoying our house like our house is pretty cool for a cat like we've got huge windows we have tons of places to climb on like tons of places to explore little 
caves and crevices that he can like crawl into. But he wasn't, you could tell he wasn't socialized to be in a large space. So everything was very, like his world felt very big. Anyway, I could talk for hours about this cat. Needless to say, I'm not going to like talk for another 30 minutes about him. I will just say that it's just really cute to see him like blossom and that he's, that we have this energy in our house again, because he's just the sweetest. And he's got like a little squirrel tail. He's like tiny little body. He's only six pounds, but he has a tail like a squirrel and he's just, he's just so cute. So we're very happy. He's going to train the dogs. We already, uh, puppy sat uh, a dog and it's really cute he'll like hiss at them he doesn't like growl or anything but it's like it's just like that natural biology that like stay away from me you're a huge thing but it's so funny totally you're a giant animal and you're like kind of goofy and like well the funny thing is i think you guys know this but like jt's kind of afraid of cats so whenever butters like kind of hisses at him jt just looks the other way and like don't make eye contact yeah and so the other day butters like came in my office and jt was just like looking at the wall and i was like jt you're so so cute. So we're we're just like so happy and thrilled that it worked out the way that it did. I took him to his first little vet visit and the vet was like, oh my God, the name Butters is like the cutest thing ever. So highly recommend. Highly recommend rescuing a cute little buff <laughs> male tabby. He's so cute. Yeah. I really wanted, I grew up with a cat. She was a jerk, but a lovable jerk. And when I was, she, she lived to be 15 or 16. My parents got her for me and my brother, for quote unquote, for us, you know, but she was the family cat for our sixth birthday. And then when I was in college, she got eaten by a coyote. <laughs> she was an outdoor cat. No. My mom lived in, in like yeah. rural North Boulder, like uh-huh. that area between Boulder and Lyons. Yeah. And one day she let her out and she just didn't come back, yeah. and which is a real risk with house cats it in really Colorado. Is. Yeah. And anywhere that has, you know, that size of predators. And it's it's not uncommon at all, but it was still really sad. But she lived to be, yeah, like 16 or so. Yeah. So her name was Frisky. So and great. I loved growing up with a cat. Um, I did not grow up with dogs. I really wanted a cat when, during COVID, Miles really started wanting a pet. And oh, I was like, yeah. let's just get a cat. But Miles, Brandon is really allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. So we got a dog instead. And now we have our, like, couch hippo. Yeah. River. <laughs> it's oh, hard Kelly though. Says, Kelly says we had ten cats over my childhood. So many disappeared overnight. I mean, yeah, and and like it's just so funny to think about like how I grew up with animals versus now. Like in Arizona, all animals are outdoor animals, and I think this is just a generation thing too. Like in our growing up, all the animals stayed outside. There was no such thing as a litter box. I don't think I even understood what a litter. I'm like, cats just go out and they come in when they want. And same with dogs. And I mean, granted, we had a patio, but still, that was, a, it's so hot outside. So I don't, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, things have really changed socially for animals. But Butters will obviously be an indoor cat only. However, I really truly believe that cats behaviorally need the outdoors. And so I got him. Are you going to make a catio? No, I got him a cat harness and I'm going to take oh, him no, on walks. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, 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 I, please send us lots of videos. I got happening. him a cat harness and he already let me put him put it on him. And I just like go on the porch because you can't like walk cats. They just like roam wherever they want. Kelly said her husband will build you a catio. Oh, that's so cute. I think you should maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, that. I kind of like, I, because he'll let me put a harness on him. And also your yard is already so tiny. Yeah. And like your outdoor space is already so there's, small. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, your front yard's not bad. Right. Like I feel like there's not, anyway. This is not the cat 
podcast, but I feel like I'm going to try to get him on a leash to like go. Well, I've already put a leash on him. He's like, he will let me put it. That's the the other cool thing about him. So I'm going to just like go out on the front porch and like let him just roam around. So I'm going to be one of those people with a cat on a leash and I'm okay with it. (laughs) And I accept what that means. I accept it. Well, it's so funny because there's this lady down the down the road that like just lets her cat like she has like it's this cute old lady and her cat's on a leash and the cat is just so happy just like sniffing around and they take him out like every morning just to like sniff around their yard and I'm like that's adorable so I'm not gonna be like walk I don't know maybe I will be if he walks if he walks as fast as the dogs maybe I can get him to do that but um. there is this like fa- Instagram famous dog and cat duo. Yes. That live in Colorado. Yes, they used they're to be, so cute. It used to be Henry. Henry the and, Colorado dog. Yeah, but then Henry died and they got another dog named something else. And the cat is still the same. And the cat like will ride on the dog. Baloo. You, yeah, look look up, look up this Instagram. Yeah, it's Henry the Colorado up, dog. Yeah. So maybe you should get him like a harness. I mean, JT would hate that. But next time you get a puppy, you could train the puppy to let the cat ride on him. That sounds like a CCI behavior. Oh, it's okay. So Baloo is the cat and Pan is the new dog. And they're so cute. I mean, they take the most amazing photos. They have like 2 million followers. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. But they yeah, take like amazing photos. The, the photos they have of this cat just like hanging out on the dog is like the cutest thing in the world. So I'm kind of striving for Butters to kind of be like Baloo on a harness and it's fine it's fine oh no mm-hmm. all right well we're that has been cat that. corner <laughs> yes. we love it oh my goodness oh my goodness and then you went to santa monica and got to do your favorite i thing, you know, sure did hang out on the santa monica pier and drink beverages oh so i mean okay so i work for headspace i think everybody knows that by now but i we've never had like an in-person kind of retreat type of thing so we went to Santa Monica where their headquarters is located and we spent a few days there doing just like kind of team building stuff it was mostly fun there was like a little bit of work but what I really appreciate about the people there I mean we had the coolest people but it wasn't like hey let's get to work it was mostly just like having fun like we did like maybe two hours of work a day and then we were just doing team building stuff which was just a blast but we stayed very close to the beach the Santa Monica Pier so I got to walk down run down to the pier every single day which just my soul the second I got into my hotel room I like audibly just yelled I was like I'm so excited And then I went out, I went over to Trader Joe's. I got a bunch of juices. Uh, I didn't make it to Creation or Air One because it was a little bit farther, but I did get to go to the Trader Joe's there and like the shopping center. And I kind of shopped around a little bit, but it was just so nice to be in California. Like the weather's just so great. I was just like this, my soul really, really needed that. And um, yeah, it was a great time. Now let's hear from our great sponsors. Thank you so much for supporting our show by supporting Ned, one of our favorite brands, Ned. They're here to help with your sleep. Should I Chai is inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition, and it's Ned's biggest product launch to date. It is a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. It's seriously the best ingredients out there wrapped in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body. Think cinnamon, think clove, think ginger, all the good stuff. It helps for amazing sleep, 
and overall wellness. Discover how Shut Eye Chai can revolutionize your sleep. Get 15% off with code JOY. That's helloned.com forward slash JOY or enter code JOY at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash JOY and get 15% off. Sweet dreams. We're so grateful for Acton Acre products. If you haven't listened to Helen's episode yet, we recorded it a couple weeks ago. It is the October 5th episode. Go back and listen. It's an amazing episode. Some people told us it was their favorite. So we're very lucky to be working with this brand because we really believe in the founder. We always want to give you the best products so that when you buy something, you're not like, is this just Joy and Claire having a sponsor? Well, yes, we do need to keep the podcast going, but we truly believe in the sponsors that we bring you. We've heard about great hair care, but this isn't hair care. It's scalp care. Why is this important? Just like your gut, your scalp has a microbiome. An unbalanced microbiome can lead to dull, lifeless hair and many common scalp conditions. The goal is to get the scalp to homeostasis and a balanced scalp leads to long-term hair wellness. Actinacre is a line of scalp products that treat common scalp conditions like hair thinning, dandruff flakes, and an oily scalp. It's trichologist developed. It's an expert developed brand. Helen is an expert. She's a board certified trichologist who specializes in holistic scalp health. You probably know your skin type, but do you know your scalp type? Take their two minute scalp quiz to find out what type of scalp you have and which products will work best for you. You'll receive a personalized report with recommendations on how to take care of your scalp. Take the quiz at actinager.com to get your custom scalp routine. They also have experts that you can contact on their website. It's very helpful. We know some listeners have tried that with great success. Go to actinacre.com, A-C-T-A-N-D-A-C-R-E.com. Use the discount code JOY20, that's J-O-Y-2-0, for 20% off your order, actinacre.com. Check it out. All right, back to the show. Had you been to Southern California since COVID? Oh my gosh. Had I? I don't think so. When's the last... Because you and I went... Yeah, you and I went in 2019, um, like, right? No, you and I went in like February of 2020. Remember we went to um, Create and Cultivate? Yes, right before like, the shutdown. Right before the shutdown. Yes. Anyway, I don't remember the last time I was in California. That is a great question. I need to go back in my like history because I'm like, I feel like I have. But anyway, it's been too long. It was really fun. 10 out of 10 experience. And uh, I get Chrissy this week. So I will have her, Chrissy the dog that were the prison pup. I'll get her on Wednesday. Well, by the time this comes out, I'll have her for a day. And then I turn her in early November. So I get to go to Oceanside again. So that'll be three oh, California. So you were, I mean, I mean I you've was been in- to Oceanside a few times, but you haven't like done the California. No, I haven't done the California. Yeah. Like anytime we go to Oceanside, it's very much everything's like around turn in. Yeah, you're kind of in and out. The facility's not near the beach. Like maybe you might go to the beach for a second. Yeah, we'll go to the really, beach for a second. Yeah. We usually stay like near the beach, but it's a very different experience. And so I'll be in Oceanside in a few weeks to turn in Chrissy, which will be really fun. And then, like, before we know it, we're going to blink, and it's going to be your birthday, and it's going to be Thanksgiving, and it's going to be the holiday. So we are just, we're just in it. Sleigh ride to 2024. Sleigh ride to 2024. Here we go. I saw something. First of all, I have, like, a funny story to tell you. It's not super funny, but have you ever done, like, a text message mistake? What do you mean? Well, like, you send... yes, Well, like, you send... Oh, you send it to the wrong person. Yeah. But it's, like, it's, like, not... 
I guess, and I'd love for people in the chat to chime in, and I w- I'm sure people have stories about this, but you know, I was talking last week or the last episode about my car being at the shop. Well, the guy who I'm talking to, the guy who I'm like, every time I contact him, he, I feel like I'm just bothering him to high heavens that any ask that I have is like just such an inconvenience for him. So um, this past week I had to get some information for, cause I did, I filed a complaint with the department of insurance. So I'm like trying to get my insurance company to like do their effing job. But um, so I had to get some information from him. So anytime I like contact him, he either just gives me like one word answers. Like I don't get anything that I need from him. It's just basically like a one word answer or he doesn't answer my question. So they have this text message system that they use for updates to just update their customers. And so I texted him and I said, well, first of all, I I emailed him this kind of like paragraph of questions. Like I need this so I can report to the department of insurance. Can you give me da, 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 da. He didn't respond for like two days and I need, this is a time sensitive matter. Like I needed to like get back to the department of insurance within like a day or two. And so I text him and I was like, Hey, did you get my email? I need to respond to them. And he just responds and says, the Tesla parts aren't in yet. And I'm like, that wasn't my question, dude. <laughs> Cause that's like all that they've been updating. Like we're basically like waiting on the parts to come in right now for any like repairs to be done. So I was like, for crying out loud. So my my best friend in Arizona that like works in insurance has been helping me with all of this. And she's like, so I was texting her while I was texting him. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I, and I responded and I said, he never answers my questions. I swear to God. And I, and it actually went to oh, him. No. Went to him. What did he say? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's good. Oh, and no. so I write and I just <laughs> left it. Part of me is like, ah, oh, geez, because it's not, it's not an iPhone system where you can retract the message. You know how like you could do that these days within like 10 or 20 seconds, you can like unsend it or whatever. Anyway, so I end up sending an email to him and his boss. Like I copied his boss. I like, don't ask me how I got this guy's email, but I'm like on a mission to like get some. I was like, this, I'm giving, they, this is a lot of money that the shop is getting to fix this car. I'm acting like I'm the pain in the butt here. So I just finally emailed both of them. And I was like, hey, I just need that, whatever. I email, And then he finally emailed me back the next day. Funny how copying the manager on an email got him to like finally respond. But I also laughed because I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I sent that message to him. <laughs> he never answers my questions. I swear to God. <laughs> um, I mean, at least you weren't like, this guy is the biggest, is a fugly slut. Do you not trust him? Like, he could have been a lot worse. It could have been I, it's funny. very I, much like that. I work with someone who I'm always like, okay, you got to keep those as inside thoughts. Like she's always like being snarky in meetings. And I'm like, you got to keep those inside thoughts. Yeah. And she's like, but, but I'm not wrong. Like you're not wrong. But that wait, she's being she's snarky saying, during a meeting. Like people uh-huh, hear her. Yeah, she. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, those are inside thoughts. Like you can talk about them later, but you got to keep, you know, so we just joke. I'm like, keep your sure. inside thoughts. And she's like, but am I wrong? And so that's sort of like the situation here. Like, but are you wrong? No, he's not answering your question. He never answers my questions. And so I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I actually don't care that he saw that because it's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> this is a factual statement. This guy never answers my questions. Factual statement. There were no statements of judgment. You weren't like, and he sucks. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Kate said, she said the quiet part out loud. Correct. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to say the quiet part out loud. Yeah. 
Yeah. The amount of self-control I have to not be snarky with coworkers. Yeah, that's very true, Jacqueline. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. It really is hard sometimes. I always, I will say like work environment is so weird because we have to be quote unquote professional, whatever that means, when we're literally like in a family environment. Like you, if you think about the dynamics of a work culture, it's like you're trying to be in a family, but you have to be professional. It's the weirdest on a social psychology level, I just like love to to watch that shit because it's like yeah. This is- I had a conversation last week with like a like executive leader where I was just sitting there watching them so visibly try to like keep their inside thoughts inside, and I was just like, this is fascinating. Like, <laughs> this is wild to just sit here and watch somebody like so visibly be want to be snarky and not be able to. Which yeah. is a good thing. Like, it's important to have those skills of not being snarky, even if you want to be, but even in a family, especially in a family. It is just funny, though. I don't know. Jacqueline says, we're in a staffing crisis and take anyone off the street. I had to teach a 30-something-year-old person how to load a dishwasher or wipe front to back. What? Nursing home. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, Jacqueline's in the nursing home. Jacqueline's, Jacqueline's the, the one home. in the nursing home. But yeah. I was like, 30-something. Like, I got a little overlap there of like the 30-something person being mm-hmm. in the nursing home. Got mm-hmm. it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Yep, thanks. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) honestly, (sighs) that's fair. I feel like I also have these moments a lot where everybody knows I work in like capital C corporate America. I always had this assumption for a long time. I don't have it anymore. I had this assumption for a long time that like by the time you got to a certain point of leadership, like a certain level of leadership that people just like were better at their, like they knew what was going on. They had some sort of like insight. They like that, like once you become like a, VP, you like unlock a level of insight that like the lowlings don't have. Not the case. Not the case. That was one of the most depressing things that I realized when I was like in my 30s was that just because you're you work in a professional environment or you have a high level, you Mm -hmm. do not have the insight, the social awareness, right? The work ethic, even where I'd be like. I think even when I first became a manager, I yeah. will never forget that being like, oh my gosh, people don't act like adults. I I, I was like crushed to realize people do not act like adults. <laughs> it was like, well, I guess this is just how it's going to go. But I'll never forget to like, I watched the Michael Jordan documentary a couple of years ago, or maybe it was last year, but they were talking about, I can't remember who it was. They were asking about coaching and what coaching was like coaching an NBA team. And the coach said, it's just managing a bunch of personalities. I'm like, that's exactly what management is because you just have to learn how to manage certain personalities. And it is a craft, it is an art, and you have to learn how to do it well. And not many people do it well. The end. Okay, let's finish with kind of a funny question I saw. Someone sent us this video um, of a comedian talking about this. And I was like, I wonder if you, I kind of do this sometimes, but I wonder if you do this sometimes. Do you ever go back on social media to kind of like see what people are up to from your past that you have like no relationship with now or like people you either dated or people um, that you, the the joke with, the joke more specifically with this comedian was like stalking people you hate <laughs> to see if their life sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I like hate watch people sometimes I do. I think we all do that to a degree. Like it's like we all go back and look at like the most popular girl from high school to be like, did your life really turn out as totally like the, like the Regina Georges where I'm like, did you really, did you stay at the top of the social hierarchy or did you really, or did you peak in high school? Totally. 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 Yeah. I think we all do some degree of that, some version of that. Mm -hmm. I don't do it. Like I would also say that I, as 
the the older I get, the less that even like occurs to me. Like I just don't have time. <laughs> but no, I am definitely not above yeah. stalking someone, like looking back at someone and being like, ha ha, you did peak in high school. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that too. There's actually, there, and there's a little bit of satisfa- satisfaction because sometimes I'll be like, oh, you're doing like MLM stuff. But you were like the most popular girl in high school. <laughs> oh, there was someone recently that I texted you about that I was like, I'm happy to report this person now works full time for an MLM and these other facts about their life that are not necessarily indicators of ongoing success. Oh, man. Yeah. That, There's a that little happens. bit of satisfaction though. Yeah. Cause like, like they, like, Sorry. I'm like, they it's weren't true. super nice, but now you're like posting about juice mixes. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I just got some bad karma points for saying that, but maybe it's their karma for not being nice to people in high school. Karma is my boyfriend. <laughs> okay, speaking of Taylor Swift, you had a Taylor Swift update you wanted to give. I don't really have an update. I just think it's really fun to like watch all of this drama unfold in this the media world of like the NFL and Taylor Swift. And I'm like really enjoying it because the world just needs some, we all have the light and dark news. And I think there's just a little bit of bright spot of like living in this fantasy of a cute little rom-com being played out in real life of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Like, let's just, let's just ride that wave until we- Let's just let it be what it is. Let's just let it be what it yeah. is. It's super cute. It's let's super fun. It. Love that story. Love that it's just a bright spot. And I, I do also appreciate that like- when the reels first came out about like putting Travis Kelsey on the map and all the all the like all the football bros all the football like, bros were like what are you two Super Bowls they're like yeah I just am so happy for his career that Taylor is like <laughs> let is like everyone knows who he is now and everyone's like what what do you mean are you crazy he's won two Super Bowls like I didn't actually have any idea who this person uh, was yeah yeah I saw EJ says I saw a video of a Taylor Swift fan who went to a football game with a Kelsey jersey but it's spelled K E L S E Y. Exactly. 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 Jacqueline says she is a Jason Kelsey girl. Great. I'm, I'm happy for you, Jacqueline. This, I, was, this is a great... I, this is a good time This for is you. a boost. This is a, a great time for the news. It's I love it that their podcast is number one. I love that totally. the NFL is like riding the wave with like merch. Like, good, good job. Everybody's yeah. happy. I mean, maybe totally. not everybody because there are maybe like everyone wants. There's, like the there's always going to be the mad. haters of like, can we stop talking about Taylor Swift? I'm like, no, we cannot. No, I know she's people are done. Like, well, they, all they're doing is showing her in the box. I'm like, well, it's better than just like panning to the crowd with like guys in weird face paint. Like, if we're gonna see someone during the NFL B roll, let it be Taylor. And, and I don't need to mom. see a shirtless person with just body paint. All yeah, of. I don't need to. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I've been, okay, so as we've talked about occasionally, where I podcast from, I look directly at a window and I look over my backyard and I've been watching this rabbit just like chill in my backyard and then Brandon just let River out and I don't think he knew there was a rabbit back there. So the rabbit got away. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. (laughs) Slow and dumb. (laughs) Um, EJ says, yes, Lord Lord knows there's so many breaks during football games. I mean, we just need to see, I I mean, and I also love Erin Andrews, the reporter, the sideline reporter, and she has this really cute line of clothes. I mean, I don't know much about it, but I just know she has a line of clothing for like, I don't know if you want to be more stylish with like NFL gear. I think it might be NBA too, but regardless, she has like a cute line of clothes and Taylor Swift was wearing one of her jackets and like that put her on the map even more, even more. Like she's already been on the map. Taylor knows how to to support people. Yes, it's like... 
good. I don't think anything that that woman does is unintentional. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely. I mean, every, um, I was listening to a Bethany Frankel podcast. I do love Bethany Frankel, I have to say. She was doing like a, a hot take about this whole thing. And she's like, Taylor Swift is very, she's like, it's almost like as popular as the queen where the queen knows every single every eyelash is going to be photographed every move you make every necklace you wear every like earring whatever anything so she is everything is calculated but the one point that bethany did make which i thought was really interesting take she's like it's very rare that you have two peacocks in a relationship there's usually one peacock two peacocks in a relationship can't work it's it's rare that it works so she's like i'll be interested sure. to see how this works because he's a peacock and she's a peacock and he's and she's like if he kind of like is okay with backing down and letting her be the peacock like okay but she's like it rarely rarely works so i'm like we'll see i i I don't care i mean i care i want both both of them to be happy of course but like i just like that we're all invested in this like fun little story i'm just glad that we're all getting along yes i'm just i'm just thank you for acknowledging my existence fill it with rainbows and sunshine i just want to bake a cake i just want to bake a cake that's all speaking of baking we are doing the bake-off podcast i'm gonna make those devonshire splits today i'm very excited about it I'm, I skipped Biscuit Week. I'm not going back to that. Oh, well. It is what it is. Yeah, it does look like little butts. She, I posted this. I saw her post this on Instagram stories. It looks like a little, like, She goes, like, they look like 10 little butts. like a little Brazilian bikini. It does. It looks like little butt cheeks. But you know what? They are called buns for a reason, our booties. I think there are a lot of... I don't know. If my bun... If my buns were that tan and smooth, I would take it. I, I thought you were going to say I would, like, walk around naked all the time. I mean... I would walk around naked more. <laughs> I, mean, I would wear, I would make different swimsuit choices if my yeah. buns were that firm and tan and yeah. smooth. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, I don't, I'm not, actually not that sad about it. I think, I know I've said this before, but I remember a couple years ago, I was like, why am I so worried about how I look in a bikini? I wear a swimsuit like five times a year. Five times a year. Yeah. I don't At know most. when, I don't even think I put one on this summer. I think I like put a bikini top on to like go do some yard work so I could get like a certain tan line, but I didn't like wear an actual right. full on bikini. No, the only reason, like Sad. now I'm getting do- a little bit back into it because my kids are into swimming. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there were plenty of years there where I was like, well, I'm not going to the pool like why would i go to the pool all right that's that all it. for this week yeah did you have some other questions no i think that's you said all you had, i had like, some surprise questions i think that was it i think we covered okay. the main things that i needed to ask anyone in the chat have some questions you want to uh take us out on if not we are gonna wrap this up and call it a day let this episode be what it is let it just like taylor and yeah. the football guys mm-hmm. relationship the football guys <laughs> what's his name her Ooh. her <laughs> Alright guys, you can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. We are very serious when we say that if you are feeling like what's going on right now is too heavy for you to hold, please reach out to us. We can help you help connect you with mental health resources. We are always, always, always happy to do that. Judgment free. You will be treated with confidentiality. We're here to help. We hope that you guys are having a great week. We hope that you are enjoying hopefully some autumnal weather. We hope that you are having a pumpkin spice something. Maybe having a pumpkin spice something. Yeah. yeah. If that's well, your thanks thing. Thanks for being here. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye.